0: Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are discussing Falcon and the Winter Soldier Episode 6, One World, One People. Should we call it Captain America and the Winter Soldier now because they changed the title card at the end? All that and more references that we have no
1: control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff Randall. How you doing, buddy? It is a great day, but I'm also sad. Yeah, sad that it's over until we have like four or five weeks with nothing. I get that. Yeah, sad that we have this gulf of May without any Marvel content. It is awful. It is awful. Let's introduce our uh, producer, Jay Scotty St. Clair. How you
2: doing, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. I am uh, so excited that we actually have a Captain America that we can all get behind and be proud of. (laughs) And man, it's, it's been too long. It's been too long.
1: Yeah, man. I am absolutely with you that uh, like, we finally have a Captain America we can believe in and hope and like, it's just so good. And they, and one that earned it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He earned Mm -hmm. it. That's the thing we've been saying. I've, I've been saying this whole season that this is the season that's about Sam Wilson earning, uh, the shield. And this episode, he really earned the shield in like a huge way. Like in a way, him getting in front of those cameras, was kind of the fulfillment of what the original Steve Rogers was supposed to be in a way that Steve Rogers was always uncomfortable with. You know what I sure. mean? Like he was supposed to be the guy who stood up for America in the press, kind of. And like, that's something I ne- we never saw Steve Rogers do. He like pushed that away. He had the, the little like monkey on the unicycle. Like, I don't want to be that. And like, Sam Wilson, by embracing that, he becomes not a figure of like he's not—he's not a tool. He's actually like embracing the fact that like this is part of the job is inspiring right. people and like especially in his role at like standing up to the powers that be when he needs to. And I that that speech, man, that speech just everything. Yeah. I feel like
0: he did a, a much better job of selling you know, the guy on the street as or selling the guy on the street on the on the notion of him being Captain America. Cause like uh the helicopter pilots, you know, he saved both of them before going off to do a thing. He, you know, he saved a bunch of random people while he was doing his superheroing thing. Which mm-hmm. is like not something John
1: Walker had ever done. Or even, like, tried to do. Don't get me started on John Walker. Don't get me started. I just don't even know how to feel about him, like, (laughs) coming in and doing one thing, which was to save the people. Like, it needed to happen. But, like, I understood Carly's fight, even though I didn't, I I couldn't get with the way she was doing it. But I, I understood Carly's fight and, like, him joining in to just, like, save the politicians and no one else, you know what I mean? And just like beat up, right. Uh, beat up these, uh, super soldiers and save the politicians. Like I was like, and then that kind of earned him a lot of credibility in the eyes of Sam and Bucky. They let him join the fight. Like when he's running around in the, in the bowels of that building with Bucky, I was like, how is this the same last episode? They just like fought to the death. And I don't know how saving that, politicians, which is kind of a glory thing for him. I don't know. I didn't it, it really uh it really messed with me. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know how I feel with him being back on the team so so quickly. Um I don't know that he was
0: necessarily back on the team. Felt like but he was back
1: on the team.
0: I, I feel like he was it was a it was a conditional thing. Because you're here uh against Morgenthau we'll we'll let you help. Right. But you're not on the team.
1: Right. But that's the thing. And I think that's why they let him fight. But like, you got to trust your wingman. And how can they trust him? You know? Well, they didn't.
0: That's why Bucky
1: went with him. Exactly.
0: When when Walker was like, I'm going to go that way. Bucky's like, I got it. Like, my first thought, (laughs) my first thought when I saw that, I was like, both the super soldiers are going that way. And (laughs) you, normal Captain America Sam Wilson, are going by yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. but then, like it, it hit me like, oh, it's it's because Walker needs a babysitter, yeah. and that's what Bucky's doing.
1: That that's a good way of looking at it. I like that. Well, before you go back to your uh, feedback cave, Jay Scotty, any other major takeaways you had on this episode?
2: Yeah, I would just say my final overall thoughts on the episode is I I really did appreciate how this series tackled some more serious issues, but also delivered the action that we really wanted to see. Yes. And, uh, while the ending was a little bittersweet, uh, I just can't help, but be extremely satisfied. And I'm super excited to see what the future of captain America and the winter soldier is.
1: Yeah. Same, same. You, you mentioned the the action thing when, 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 this episode started and I could tell they were going to this big action set pieces, I was like, I know it's the finale of a show called Falcon and winter soldier. And I know that it's going to feel very action heavy. And I was worried that it would only be action heavy. And then they, mm. that speech in the middle just completely uh, won me over that, like, you can have all this action, but all you need is that one moment where, like, the character does something important and makes a decision that is important. And, like, this is very mu- that speech was basically him doing the uh, Black Panther thing, right? Like, the uh, Morgenthau lost the physical battle, but she won the moral one in a way. Like, yeah, she had the wrong her mission was correct. Her methods were wrong. And she won over our, our, our hero, you know, very right. similar to Killmonger and um, T'Challa.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: I would say you're you're right on the
0: money with that being the uh, the equivalent to T'Challa saying to the the past kings, all of you are wrong. You are all of you wrong. That's that's a great point. That's that that is exactly what that scene was. Like, I I feel like Sam is probably uh, a little more effective in his in his speech because there's like actual people that can make actual decisions (laughs) rather than just being
1: ghosts. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: On watching that, I realized how much better of a person uh, just in general, but also a conversationalist that Sam Wilson is like he's so much better than me. (laughs) because <laughs> like there's so many times where the senator was just like you just don't understand i was like just punch him in the face yeah punch his face <laughs> like, i just i wanted to i i was i was so frustrated with that senator and those people i wanted to throw my hands up just like you guys just don't understand what you're supposed to do you're not real people god yeah. oh and like yep sam stuck it out and and like really got through and and you know reached across to them in a way that i would not have
1: yeah absolutely but before we move on let's get jay scotty to his feedback cave so he can uh, he can he can be rounding the feedback because i know there's gonna be a lot today so jay scotty yep peace out get out of here if you're, uh, listening to this and you are not listening to it live, we do, we're going to be doing these live watches all year with all the new content coming out on Friday morning. So please join us. And, uh, during the break, we're still going to be doing Monday night, uh, at five or six PM central, uh, depending on the week. Uh, we're going to be doing Monday night podcasts, um, live. So, uh, jo- hit us up on twitch.tv slash stranded panda TV or youtube.com slash stranded panda for all the video versions and the live watches. Uh, Or live reactions. Okay, Jeff, back to it. Where were we? Where were we? Uh, Sam Wilson is a better person than me. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. I completely agree. Um, (laughs) No. Sam Wilson, his, the way he tried to really make a connection and stand up to the kings, as it were, you know, like this, it's a really great connection you draw between uh, T'Challa standing up, or like standing up to the kings in this like ethereal plane, versus him standing up to these kings on the streets of New York. Um, I love that. I love that, and like. I loved his speech about how much power you have and how much he like basically lays out what privilege is. You know, he's like, you can uh, tear down a forest with an email or you can uh, feed a million people with a phone call. You have that power and you have to think about people that are not like you. That is just such a beautiful message and like – connecting it to Carly and, and like kind of threatening these people with Carly.
0: You don't want to see 2.0. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's, (laughs) that is so connected to our real world. You know what I mean? Yeah. The thing that he just like really drove it
0: home with, I think is that like her message was, it struck home. It struck such a deep chord with them that they were willing to defy the most powerful government on the planet. Like, how can you not see that her message was a resounding one? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, oh, shit, Sam, there you go. Okay. It's so good. And I, I love that along with that, he he says, you know, whenever you're making these decisions for where people need to go or what the borders need to be or who gets fed or whatever, Who's in the room with you? Mm-hmm. Like who's in the room where it happens? The, the room, room where it happens. happens.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's exactly <laughs> what I thought of when Remember that was when that was going on. I was like I was distracted by Hamilton, but yeah. <laughs> but he makes a solid point. It's like who's in the room with you when you when you're making those decisions? Is it just people like you or is it the people you're going to affect? Absolutely. Like, if you have to look them in the eye and say that or if you if you have the ability to ask them, like, what do you think is best for you? How can I help you because I have all this power? And then you can bridge that gap. You can cross that divide and make a good decision for, like, to affect the most good for all people. Or the most good for the most people.
1: Yeah. And I love the the end of that. They don't solve it. And it... <laughs> In these kinds of shows, it's kind of frustrating because they don't solve it, but it's always more true to life. He says, you know, uh, but what about the people who are displaced? They're just homeless now. You, you don't understand how complicated this is. And he's like, no, I do. I get it's complicated, you know, but like, that's the thing is you're treating it like it's not. You're treating it's like it's simp, like it's a simple answer and it's not. I'm standing on the street to tell you it's not. You know what I mean? Like, you're trying to tell me it's not simple and I'm just here trying to tell you it's not simple because you're just dis, you're just choosing who to make it simple for. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And like, it's just not that simple. It never is when there's, with these like issues of inequality and issues of like injustice. Uh, when someone is being trampled on like this, you, you have to acknowledge their pain, acknowledge like just when people are crying out in pain, you have to listen. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's,
0: it felt like, uh, it felt like Sam when, when he was like, you just don't understand how complicated it is. Uh, like I felt like Sam was like, deal with it. Yeah. Like that's your job is to make a difficult decision and make something out of a very complicated situation. You're trying to simplify it way too much. Uh, deal with it the right way, dickhead. Like that's what it felt like Sam was trying to do trying to say to him and i was like yeah tell him how you really feel sam
1: but well he you know, said, he was on camera he said i'm i'm a black man wearing the stars and stripes you don't think i understand how complicated this is and he right and what he was saying in that moment is like i could have let carly drop your ass right like yeah. like i could have <laughs> yeah. i could chosen not to be here this country has affected me and my people in a really bad way but i chose to be here and save you I understand how complicated it is, and I chose to see the humanity in you. Now, all I'm asking you to do is turn around and see the humanity in these people. That won't help. Sorry, got don't emotional. cry, Matt. Don't cry. I got cry. emotional. Always get emotional. <laughs> <laughs> don't cry, Matt. It's okay. I just, I. It was really impactful. It really is, and, it, and it, it's. I'm reminded of Matthew Fox uh, from the Superhero Ethics. He always talks about the. um in movements such as this, the importance of both sides of the coin, uh, the Martin Luther King and the Malcolm X of it all. Yeah. Um, and how it's not, it's not necessarily for us to judge those, those, those sides of the coin. Sometimes to fight the fight for justice requires the Carly Morgenthau's, you know? Um, yeah. And like, they're not right, but they're, um fight is understandable and sometimes it's the threat of that fight that causes change and, and that's something that fox always points out uh, when he talks about these sorts of issues on superhero ethics which by the way we're going to be doing a uh, superhero ethics episode uh really soon about this series probably this week um yeah. so i just i i think it's really interesting because falcon i captain america uh, is standing up and, and and doing the right thing but he's choosing to see the humanity in these people he's choosing yeah. the right path the the nonviolent path in a way and well not completely well really he is he's even he's even refusing to fight Carly you know well he does nothing but save people now that I think about it he fights no one he saves people this whole thing. Right? Yep. That's all Captain yep. does. That's all Captain America does this whole time. He's like inherently nonviolent in this whole uh, thing other people are. I think it's most poignant
0: in the in the words that he says, um, like the first thing that he says is you have got to stop using this word terrorist mm-hmm. because you know, you're you're labeling people and you're labeling them in an inherently negative way when like you're the one that is being offensive to them like you're you're displacing them from their homes you're you know you're putting them into into camps like you're kind of being uh don't want to say nazis but like it almost feels like these relocation uh camps or whatever sure. almost feel like concentration camps or or internment camps if we want to go for how the U S acted in world war. II. Absolutely. Like,
1: I agree with you, but I also think Falcon's making a deeper point. I keep calling him Falcon. Uh, Cause I'm, I'm used to it, but captain America is making a deeper point there in that he is, he's saying, don't be that because that's what they're going to, what do you think when you do all that? What do you think they're going to call you? Yeah, exactly. And it's like exactly. he, Falcon is acknowledging that they're going to call you horrible things. And Captain America, he knows that. He knows that these are just people and he knows that all of these people are just people. And like including they're people those, they're hurting. And you have the power to help well, them. But also the people in power are people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like he's trying to draw a bridge between these two groups. Yep. And not trying to demonize. Like he's standing up to these politicians, but he's not trying to demonize them, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yes. He's trying to. He, He's, he believes that they're redeemable. He sees the humanity on both sides. Yeah, and that is so. freaking he freaking. Important. He wants them to also see it. And as that's challenging to me. It sometimes when you disagree with someone very vehemently, it is really hard to not just write them off. Yeah, and and. It's something we've been dealing with directly in our community lately, you know? Um, yep. it's, it's really hard to make, wh- where do you draw the line? When has someone crossed the line to where you like need to kick them out of a group, for instance? Um, and like, <laughs> uh, it's, it's something we deal with. And like, I am of the, I, I want to be more like Captain America here. I want to be more the guy who reaches out to lots of people, but also like you got to protect people. And so it's like a, it's, it's, it's hard. This episode is challenging me in that way. And that's so cool because it's not just affirming my own beliefs. It's also challenging me to see the humanity and not just label people that I disagree with and try to find common ground. And I just, I can't say enough about how much I love that speech. I love it so much.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, for those of us like uh, myself and Ashley
0: who um, really like the action and
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, all you know that much of all of it, <laughs> that side of the whole thing, yeah, I feel like um, I feel like we got a, a great line in. Boy, you just starting this ass whooping. <laughs> 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 like the way that he can be super serious as far as like how the fight is going, but then like. The, his ability to still be really funny and personable and human and engaging you know like yeah he's got this is this is the most well rounded cap i think that the marvel verse has ever had
1: and I'm here for it i see that uh by the way I said he didn't fight uh anyone and now i'm i completely spaced on the uh batrock fight where he absolutely fought batrock um <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean yeah. he like took someone out of a helicopter uh he, i just want to be clear i know pe- people will write in and be like you completely missed this and i uh, yeah he definitely fought but it's just interesting how nonviolent he was throughout the entire episode how much he was mostly reaching out and saving people well I know we don't want to go forever today, and I know we have uh, lots of feedback that people are going to want to get to. Is there anything you, you – any, any of the things we were missing uh, that we haven't talked about a little bit before we go into – I know a lot of it will be brought up by the listeners. I like when
0: uh, Sam was protecting the pilot. Like, he didn't just drop him off. Like, he he got to oh, the bridge, and then he wraps
1: his wings around him. To- that was such a cool moment. To like, to deflect the helicopter. <laughs> so many cool, uh, falcon cap moments where he got to use his wings and his shield together. Um, oh yeah. When he, when he stabbed the wings into the ground. Yes. To like brace. Cause like he's not a super soldier. I have to imagine because of things like that. I have to head cannon the fact that in his suit, there must be some vibranium bracing him, right? Because he's still like, Things are hitting his shield and his arms are holding that up and he's still having his arms are having to hold against a super soldier. So I'm assuming uh, the Wakandans had to like build into his suit a little bit of Iron Man action where he's like got a little extra strength. Oh, yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. Like there's some there's there's vibranium going down his arm and yeah, into yeah, the, like into well, the suit, kind of like Rhodey has
1: or whatever, you know, like those little bracers yeah, yeah. and stuff. Um I got to imagine that's the case because otherwise his arms would be broken. Uh, a couple of times in this episode. Uh, I love that. I love that moment <laughs> where he, uh, like you said, um, braces with the wings. I love the shield, the shield bubble, uh, sort of phalan- phalanx thing where he like combines yeah. the shield with the wings to create a little bubble around him and another person. Just cool. Oh, yeah. uh, I loved, it, it was kind of silly. I almost didn't understand why he did it. There's probably no good reason, but I loved when he threw the shield out the window and the, cause the window was already open. I, I kind of wish they'd done mm-hmm. a window that was still closed because it was, it would have at least made sense that he didn't want to fly through glass, but he throws the shield out of the window and then like flies to catch it. That's just cool, man. I love, yeah. <laughs> I love that. He's, uh, you know, combining that the one, two things.
0: Was that, was that window? I don't know that that window was already broken.
1: Okay, maybe I missed it. it.
0: I think he threw the shield through it to break it,
1: so that he he didn't have to use his face. I thought that would be why he was doing it, but I thought that window was already smashed. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just wrong. I hope I'm wrong because it otherwise it just looked. It was just like it's just goofy. It, he's just throwing himself a frisbee for no reason, which is you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with you. I'm playing catch with myself. <laughs> Seems like a weird time to uh, stop to play with yourself, but uh, go. Oh. Hey now. <laughs>
0: And I'm trying to think of everything that happened. In well, we one. haven't talked sharing. Oh, yeah.
1: Your call was correct. We all yep. thought it was true, but you definitely yep. were like, it's happening. Sharon yep. is the power broker. Nailed it. That's, that's a big deal. But she's still apparently either working with or for someone. Cause she still took a call at the end saying like, I'm about to be, it, it seemed like maybe it's someone who worked for her. It um, is.
0: Yeah. Well, she said, line up the buyers. Right. Okay. Cause so she didn't give them an know, order. Yeah, she said, line up the buyers, Um, super soldiers may be off the menu, but we're about to have a whole bunch of other things, you know, government secrets, uh, prototype
1: weapons, you name it. She was CIA before. Yeah. Was she S.H.I.E.L.D. prior to that? Yes, she was.
0: Yeah, she was working for Fury, uh, keeping an eye
1: on Steve Rogers. That's right. So I guess she's going back to the CIA now, or maybe some of, they said her old division, so I'm assuming she's going back into the CIA. Yep. Okay. Uh interesting. Um I, I I like I guess in this world the CIA would still have access to all that, especially without shield around to keep it all separate or whatever. Um of course there's Sword now too, so who knows what all this stuff means. Um like how these agencies interact and what she has she'll have access to as a CIA agent.
0: The the thing that I think really uh, is a is a key indicator that separates Sam Wilson, Captain America, from John F. Walker, Captain America, was when there were people that were screaming and needing help, um, John Walker looked at the people, and then looked at Carly, and then looked at the people, and then looked at Carly. Like, there's no decision to be made here. You save the people. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, his goal, his whole reason for being there—not not his raison d'être, but his his reason for being at that particular location was to fight Carly and and defeat her because you know she killed my friend. Right. Like instead of trying to be there to like stop this awful thing from happening and and save the day, he's got a very personal vendetta. His motivation was wrong. Sam was there to like save the day. He was there on this on this personal um vendetta.
1: Mm. But he does make the right decision in that moment, right? He does go to the He eventually the makes the right decision. Right. Like it takes him a while. It's big for his character. They were really trying to rehab his character. I don't think they did that.
0: I think they got they got him to the point of being like Wolverine at his shittiest, (laughs) you know, like we know that he's going to do the right thing when given the choice and like really pushed to it. But like right out of the gate, he's probably going to be an asshole.
1: Right? Yeah. I I don't think, I think his motivations are still weird. Um, I also think he probably deserves more justice for the killing. I don't know. I, you know, I, I understand that it was that, that, that shielding in the, in the square was not okay. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. And I, I think he deserves more than a slap on, you know, I know he lost his career and all that stuff, but he didn't. He's back. He, he, he has not rehabbed his character enough for me to buy him as a hero going forward. You know, right. He's a complicated character. He's not completely evil, but like his, I don't know. He's twitchy, man. He's twitchy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't,
0: I think that he got, this is the same thing that he kept doing all all season is that like he got some good faith and then immediately pissed it away. So like he got some good faith by saving the people. He was still in a bad spot, but he pissed it away in that when JLD gives him his new suit, he's like, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. U.S. agent. Yeah. 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 Like nothing bad happens to me, man. Like, (laughs) uh, my guy, (laughs) like we need to talk about your whole attitude here. Yeah,
1: I agree, man. His attitude sucks,
0: <laughs> right? And like one of the things that really, um, like, it endeared him to me or endeared me to him a little bit, just a teensy bit, was that when Carly was like, "I didn't want to kill people," or like, "I'm sorry, I killed your friend." I didn't. I don't want to kill people that don't matter, <laughs>
1: and and I was like, "Oh, oh, that's oh, yeah." I didn't take it as that when she said it. And I, I think that's what she meant too. But she also is resisting fighting him in that moment. She says, I don't want to fight you. I don't want to kill people that don't matter. Like she says I, to me that got up under his skin in two ways. Yes. He says out loud, you don't think Lamar mattered. But like, I also think it was insulting because she was like resisting fighting him. She's like, I don't want to fight you. I don't want to kill people that don't matter. Which I was like, "Oof, that's a uh, that's rough. Yeah. That's rough, Carly. That was the wrong words. You're not good at yeah. words. Yeah, you you did
0: bad with words
1: there. I actually found her the scene where her sort of like helpers, her her whatever her team are wanting to. They they seem really resistant to going as far as she is. You know, there's that scene where. Um she's talking about we've we've come this far, even if we die, da da, da. Oh yeah, when she was like
0: uh, you know, worst case we kill the hostages. Right. And they're like, uh we're supposed to
1: be using them to negotiate. Right. And we, she's like, we gotta get our message out. Yeah. Like either way it gets the message out. I kinda wish I don't know. I found it weird that they turned on her there. Or like, they didn't turn on her. They still did it, but like I don't know I, I understand that they they've been kind of questioning all along, and it's a good thing that they were, but like I don't know, I like her as this sort of mythic figure who rallied all these people together to do the thing that you know they needed to like they they thought they needed to do um and in the end her all of her people seemed to really be losing faith in her um right, and maybe it's just because she was going too far, maybe that's what they were trying to do there i just I just thought thought it was kind of a strange it made her team look weak in the end, like the bond between them look weaker. Right. Right. And I kind I kind of wish they'd been like, well, we don't agree with you, but you're Carly and we, we trust you and we're going to do it. You know, I don't know. Well,
0: I mean, if she was taking a, a, a dark path into fanaticism for sure. And taking less and less counsel, um, mm-hmm. which we have said is the, like the thing that really defines a villain is that, you know, they sometimes, yeah, or it can, you know, really define a villain is that they don't take counsel uh, from those that are closest to them. Um, you know, especially if somebody is a, a naysayer on what they're doing, they're like, you just don't understand. They'll all see,
1: yeah. they'll all see, yeah, yeah.
0: But, and that's kind of what she was doing in that, like, I okay, slight negative. I wasn't shown in this series how the movement was strong enough to carry on without them. You know, like all I, all I was ever shown about the movement uh, of the flag smashers is that when she hit a button on the app, people showed up. Like if those people had been using the app to get together themselves and kind of like, you know, push forward and in, in smaller sects, or, um, you know, get something done on their own without her pushing the button to summon the, the troops. Right. Then I, I would have believed it more, but every time she was saying like the movement will, will go on without us.
1: I was like, will it though? Cause like, it's really only you pushing the button. Well, and that's the thing is the thing, the person who did the greatest thing to stop her movement from going on is Sam Wilson um i think the movement would have just like sam wilson said carly 2.0 would have arisen if they had gone forward with the resettlements but because sam wilson stood up to uh, d- you know these politicians and stopped them doing what they're doing i think that that takes the wind out of the sails of this uh organization the the best way <laughs> to like stop the a, a bunch of people that are right, rightfully angry and rightfully um fighting injustice, even in violent ways is sometimes to listen to them, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that's like that, that is what happened here. It's in, it, 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 and, and I think the movement is probably over, you know, like, I don't think well, there's really much like left. even
0: before, even before this episode, like we needed to have been shown that what she believed about the movement was true. And that like things, you know, it can, it has sparked everybody to do you know, this right thing rather than just be at her beck and call. It felt more like the people were at her beck and call rather than it being a, a movement. true movement.
1: I, I agree with that completely, but the there were a lot of people in the movement willing to follow her, which shows some real dissatisfaction, and these people that are are fighting are willing to go to pretty extreme situations. Like all the, they she had a lot of people in the security service of the UN, you know, like yeah. all those people were working for her. Like that's right. pretty intense. That's pretty intense followage. And I agree. It's mostly just followers, but in a movement like that, you got that many people that are looking for someone to follow. I assume another leader would have stepped forward, but yeah, I, I hear you. They are just following her at this point. And with Sam Wilson stopping, the resettlements, I, I think you're right. I think the movement's probably over. Well, like, it, it definitely did feel like, um, you know,
0: a Carly 2.0 would have stepped up, but it probably would have taken a little bit. Like it, it would have taken some time. Right. But the way that Carly was saying, um, you know, the movement will move on without us. You know, everybody has seen what we're done, what we've done, the movement's strong enough. Like I didn't, I didn't feel that, right. you know, I didn't, I didn't feel it, uh, from what I had seen on screen, but you know, it
1: seemed th- pretty strong to me, but I hear you. I hear you. I, I, I we did we definitely didn't see anyone taking leadership, but like, Like the fact that they're in a random park and they press the button and like 20 people walk up to them, you know, like it's like, oh, they seem like they have a lot of followers. At least there's a lot of followers going on and she's inspired people. I don't know that there's another leader standing in the wings ready to take it.
0: Using an app to get a bunch of people in a park in New York to get into one space is something that we've seen happen in the world. Like when Pokemon Go came out and everybody was like, there's a Charizard in that park over there. There were videos of people just bolting across traffic, like
1: to yep. get over there. It's true. And you're uh you're 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 fighting your own um your own logic here, because Pokemon persists, man. <laughs> Pokemon persists. <laughs> that's that's the
0: thing. I've seen Pokemon,
1: you know, has have that strength. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we are gonna get into the feedback here in just a minute, but first, a quick word from our sponsor you know jeff thanks to ritual i have been getting my daily multivitamin fix lately had you not been getting that before no you got to take care of you man i know i know self-care self-care but i am the worst at keeping up with things like this keeping things uh keeping stocked on my multivitamins remember to take them but with ritual it makes it super easy once a month, they bring it to my door, it's at the house, it's shipped to me and like it sits here on my desk, I just pop it open, I can like take the little take the pill twice a day and just for the first time in my life, I'm on a regular schedule of getting my multivitamins. And you know what? It's not even like uh, you know just any multivitamin, but a really well-made multivitamin and it has no sugars, GMOs, major allergens, synthetic fillers artificial colorants it's just you know just the multivitamins the way uh that they're needed in my body and their capsule has this wonderful taste to it that i did not expect the first time i took them well that would be the mint tab in the bottle sir yeah they put a mint tab in the bottle so it just like the pills taste like very minty it makes the whole experience more pleasant For sure. For sure. I absolutely love it. Um, and you know, guys, we've been taking these for about four or five months now, as long as they've been a sponsor and they have just been freaking awesome. I've actually taken my multivitamins, which is, you know, Something. I think I'm on my fourth bottle at this point. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. Four (laughs) months have been on these things. And then, you know, it's just really nice to know that I'm filling those gaps in my diet, uh, getting those vitamins and minerals that I need. Ritual has this really cool thing called the visible supply chain. You can actually go to their website and look into like where they're getting all of their ingredients. So you can actually get a sense of like these ingredients are real and you can trace them down to like where they're sourcing their vitamins. It's just a super cool thing. All of it available in bioavailable forms, which is means your body can break it down and use it. Yeah. Ritual is great guys. You should definitely give it a try and you can support this podcast and let them know we sent you by uh, going over there. Uh, get those key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash MCU cast to start your ritual today. That's, Three months, ten percent off of your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash MCU cast to start your ritual today. And we're back. And we're back And we're back. And we're, back. And we're joined by Jay Scotty St. Clair, who is going to bring the fire with some feedback for us. Uh what you got, Jay Scotty? What have the people been saying out in the line? He's got chat? the voice of the people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yes. Oh, uh,
2: yes. Lots of thoughts and opinions out there. So I'm going to just get right into it. I try to organize things by character. Um, the only one that kind of sits outside of that is, of course, Mr. Starosky. So he's back with his uh, his weekly dump here. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. I'm ready. Yep. My body is ready. Let's see. <laughs> good. Good. You're ready for your morning constitution. Here we go. Wow. U.S. agent confirmed. Captains America, bring on all the smiling Bucky. Sharon is a scroll. God damn it! if you can't change my mind. Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Y'all, I love this series. Bring on season two.
1: Yep. Ooh, I would love I'm down for, that. for them to do a season two. They got to change the name. And they did. They in did. the title card. Yeah, which I didn't see live. Uh, so I'm glad you caught that. That's awesome. Captain America and the Winter Soldier. And it should absolutely have a second season called that. It wouldn't even yep. technically be a second season. It'd be a new series that's basically a second season.
0: <laughs> Do you think they would change it to like the it's still it's still Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but it's like season two and the the tagline for season two is Captain America and the Winter Soldier. So it's yes,
1: the, Falcon the Falcon and the Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier, Captain America and the Winter colon, Soldier. Colon written out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yep. Yep. Spell out the word colon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You gotta gotta make... It's already, like, the longest series name. Like, writing it... I'm always, like, doing the podcast and, like, trying to title things. I'm like, what do I write? Because, like, Falcon and the Winter Soldier by itself like, runs off of all the title screens. And I'm like, Falcon and the Winter Soldier reaction. So I'm like, lately I've been doing Fatwa's reaction Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Because I want it to be good for, like, SEO, but also good. Anyway, yes, (laughs) these are podcaster problems, podcaster (laughs)
2: problems with that whole sentiment about Sam finally stepping into the role of Captain America. And even with that title change, uh, we've got a few comments in regards to that. So the wonderful Haley Hobbs says, uh, the most important part of this show and the whole point in my honest opinion occurred in this episode, Sam became Captain America and just kind of piggybacking right off of that. Sunny Tetris hits us with When Carly asked Sam not to get up and he simply said no, would there have been a better effect if he, if he said, I can do this all day?
0: Mm. Mm, No, 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 no. No, I thought about it. I thought about it. I was like, that moment could have been, I can do this all day. But that would have felt, it would have felt like he was emulating Steve Rogers too much. Mm. Like, Sam Wilson, as Captain America, needs to have his own words, his own voice, and his own catchphrase at this point. Sure and and emulating Steve Rogers would have been a disservice to Sam Wilson, I think. yeah.
1: yeah, uh, but I will say it is kind of a it's well, technically, it's not a Captain America, it's a Car- agent Carter reference uh, for her to say, "Get out of my way," and him to say "No. Uh, plant yourself like a tree, right? And he, plant, and he literally plants himself like a tree with those wings, right? Nice. <laughs> like, nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. That got, that, got that, that sentence got better as I said it.
2: Um, yeah. yeah. Well, just, just speaking to how <laughs> Sam is going to have to make this Captain America title his own and, and do things differently from Steve, we did highlight that speech how Sam had this wonderful opportunity to really showcase how he'll be different from Steve. Adam Dell in the YouTube chat hits us with disregarding the speech. The speech with Sam was so incredibly written. Mm-hmm. Marvel always used social issues to create stories and their ability to do it in today's toxic environment. It reached so many people is inspiring.
1: Yeah. It is. Absolutely. I, like, as I said, uh, we were talking about it, like I feel challenged, very challenged to reach. Uh, Just in know, general. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. That, that, speech, Sorry. That's, that speech challenged me in a, in a big way. And, like, I didn't feel echo-chambered. I didn't feel like, oh, they're just agreeing with me about what I should say. Like, they really challenged me about John Walker, and they challenged me about uh, the Flag Smashers, and, like, not really being on either of their side. Like, Sam Wilson found a way to see the humanity in all – or the politicians. Sam Sam Wilson found a way to see the humanity in all of these people and try to fight for what's right. And huh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, uh, the other title character we've got is Bucky, um, the Winter Soldier, and we, we talked about that title change with Falcon becoming Captain America, but Sonny Tetris, Sonny Tetris hit us with some other feedback that I thought was uh, pretty appropriate here. He says, What do you all think about the show still having the title Winter Soldier? It was very clear that Bucky does not consider himself the w- Winter Soldier anymore. If the show is going to be retitled Captain America and the Winter Soldier, should they just let go, should they just go one step further and call it Captain America and Bucky? or Captain America and the White Wolf.
0: I like Captain America and the White Wolf. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um,
1: But that might just be me. I, um, I like the idea of changing his name in the title. I, I'd really do. That's a good call, Sonny Tetris. Um, although, I think the concept of him still feeling like the Winter Soldier and him still working through his, like, his amends in the end when he goes and says the Falcon, winter soldier, it was the winter soldier and it was me. Like, I still think he is still living the life of the winter soldier. He's still trying to live past it and he hasn't mm-hmm. yet. And I kind of think it would be wonderful if season two, let him get through that amends book. And he actually was doing, doing it regularly. Kind of like we've talked about that could be his journey. Like, like in that doing a different thing, every episode, or if they had a winter soldier show or whatever, and they like, he works through yeah. it and then they change the My name, name is and- Bucky. Right. They change it, like like you can see a you can see a season two at the end, the title card being like Captain America and Bucky, or Captain America and the White Wolf, or whatever. Like I could kind of see that being like effective. There's still room to grow there's still room for him to grow, I guess is what I'm saying. It's oh, sure.
0: Falcon and the Winter Soldier, colon, Captain America and White Wolf.
1: Yes, yes. Uh <laughs> I really like uh Sonny Tetris while we're talking about him. Uh it said hashtag fatwist two catwis. <laughs> was <laughs> to catch us.
2: That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I I couldn't help but think of uh, like we're talking about whether or not Bucky is the Winter Soldier still or not, and like I I think about that dialogue that we got back in Civil War when uh you know Steve tells him that wasn't you, and he's like, but I still did it.
0: Yeah. And but then I did when it. we had
2: that scene with Yori when he explains that the Winter Soldier was the one that killed your that murdered your son, and that was me. Like I just. Yeah, really made me think of, of those two lines in context with each other. Like he really is still battling with that as much as as far as he's come, it will always be a part of of who he he is in some ways. Mm-hmm. But, but you, you say like, but it was me. Like was
1: yeah. There, there's like it seems like in this scenario where he's talking to Yori, he's there's a little more separation there. Like that's fair. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. Um, it's just I I love his journey of like looking for redemption and forgiveness for his, his past sins that weren't his fault, but like, he still did them, you know? Uh, Yeah. I just, I I guess like he, I still did it. And then that was me. There's like a little bit more separation. It feels like, but I, I I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm totally fair.
2: It's different language. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's fair. Um,
1: I mean, it,
0: it's going to take a bit, you know, he, he did, what, like, 90 years of awful things, you know? Mm. Like, he was he was not in control of himself for a while, and he just, like he said, he went from fight to fight to fight for, you know, for 90 years. It's going to take a bit to, to really come to terms with all of that, and he may never, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, it may be that he has to go back to Wakanda, and mm. then he can feel at peace enough to, to call himself the White Wolf Man. or... Black
1: Panther 2 is shaping up to be so cool. If like if Bucky goes back as the White Wolf for a little while and White Vision shows up to get his whatever he can from Shuri, like,
2: I would love it.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I would love it. I would love it.
2: Uh, We do have a a little bit of feedback in in regards to Bucky. That's uh, a little more critical. So uh, (sighs) Nidus Gaming says, a good topic to cover would be how much they nerfed Bucky. Rewatch his fights in Civil War Winter Soldier and then compare them to this. He really lost all his ability to fight. You think that's just restraint? As I think it's
0: restraint. I okay. think he's not trying to kill anybody, and so because of that, and that's been that's the case in like every uh, superhero superperson depiction. Is like as, when they're not trying to kill someone, they're either weaker or perceived as weaker, um, just because you know they're holding back, they're pulling their punches. Um, and I think that's that's exactly what was happening with him, is that he just didn't want to kill anybody. He said, I'm not a killer anymore.
1: Mm. I think it's an interesting question. I will have to go back and rewatch, but someone, so we got we got some feedback about this last week where someone was saying, like, if you rewatch The Winter Soldier, everything he does is a killing blow. Like, he is always going for the kill. Like, he's always trying to yep. shoot someone in the face. Like, that's just like, he's constantly mm-hmm. aiming to kill, and in these fights, He's kind of being defensive and trying to stop people without killing them, which is much harder to do. Um mm-hmm. And so maybe he's not so much nerfed as he is just changed as a character. Um, yeah. And, and like even that, like if he is now trying to fight in this way where he's not killing, that's just a completely different strategy and a completely different mindset. And it's probably much harder. Uh, not only is it harder, but he's new to it, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm so used to just killing all the time. This whole
1: not killing thing (laughs) is different. (laughs) This not killing thing hits different.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Should try it sometime. (laughs) It
1: really
0: slaps. (laughs) I'm so, I was ashamed of that joke before I even made it.
1: (laughs) I just imagined like winter soldier turning around the chair and sitting down in front of a bunch of young super soldiers and trying to connect with them. Yeah, kids, this whole not <laughs> killing oh, yeah. people really slaps. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God, I need it.
2: Make it happen, Marvel.
0: <laughs> Make it happen, Marvel. Uh, I know you're but, listening.
2: But on, on the subject of our, our heroes killing and um, showing restraint or not, this is a good opportunity to transition to to Sharon. And uh, Nathaniel Muzzy mm-hmm. Muzzy Nat in the chat says, I said this in the Stranded Panda chat, but it really bothered me that Sam basically gives Sharon a pass for killing Carly after retiring John Walker for the same thing. I know situations were different, but Sam didn't even push back a little.
1: Mm. I would say the situations were different enough in that she was still actively trying to kill Sam, who is not a super soldier. Uh, Now you could say that may be Sam's choice to like, let her continue to fight him. uh, But she's a CIA agent. It is what she does, and like when she sees that moment, she does take the kill shot. Um, I don't, I don't see it as the same as what um, Walker did, but I, you know, and and also it it is definitely worse than what Walker did in a way because her he was the the audience knows what the audience knows. Yeah, is that she was doing that to protect her secret just right, like right. she did it to Batrock. She said, "I don't do uh, I don't do blackmail." Bang. Then then she the only other person in that room that knows is Carly and she's about to be brought in. So so like what she did is horrible, but I think Sam's reaction to it was probably fair. Yeah, based on what Sam
0: knows, what he walked in and saw uh-huh. Sharon laying on the ground after being shot by Carly or by seemingly being shot by Carly, which I think she was. She, was, she was. Yeah. Um and like that's what he sees when he walks in the room. He has his fight with Super Soldier. Super Soldier's got a gun pointed at him, and then she saves him by shooting this person. And because this person is so fanatical, the only way to do anything about them is to kill them, which is un- that's unfortunate. Uh, you mm-hmm. could probably, like, given more time, she probably could have been uh, disabled in some way, disarmed, whatever, like restrained, but with the gun pointed at him and she's about to shoot him, it's very, you know, it makes sense that that's what Sharon did because Sharon was an agent and she saw that happening. Yeah. Um, so from Sam's perspective, the fact that he's just like, I don't like that you had to do that, um, but thank you for, you know, for saving me or for, you know, for doing that to, I guess you thought you were saving me. That's
1: cool. Thank yeah, you. I could see a line, a throwaway line, where he's like, you didn't have to do that or something. But I think that was captured with the way he treated Carly in her death. Like, sure, him running over to Carly and, like, cradling, cradling her. Cradling her. And someone else pointed this out in the live watch, uh, but do we like the line, sorry,
2: as Carly's final line? I don't
0: know. I mean, it... it
2: I think that was uh, Catherine Ray said it should have been one people, one world instead. Yeah, one world would that one people. have been more effective? I don't Probably. know.
0: I don't know. I, I think I feel like sorry was a, a a a line that shows the connection that she had to Sam. You know, like as a person. Because if she died, still spouting the one world, one people thing, it would have like it would have it would have made her more. I don't know, she would have been twirling a mustache, maybe, or
1: mm, See, I, I, I don't I don't think her One World One People was never really mustache twirly to me, I guess. Like her One World One People was an uh ethos that like was it tracked logically for her and what she wanted to do. You know what I mean? Like Well, that was her Hail Hydra. Yes. And but like it, it was felt- also very different than Hail Hydra, you know? Yeah,
0: I mean, it was, it was different
1: than Hail Hydra, but was it though? <laughs> yeah, Hale um, Hydra is, is literally the opposite in a way. Hail Hydra is about supremacy and like supremacy and, and removing people's choices. And like she was, <laughs> she, her goal was correct, you know?
0: I know, I know, but like I'm going to counterpoint you here. She used that phrase as a way to cow the others into going along with her thing is she said one world and they didn't respond and she's like one world right and then yeah. they said one people like it it became less of a message and more of a I'm the boss you have to follow the
1: like this is the way you know right. i i see what you're saying uh i still think that like it was a rallying cry to come to the aid of the people um Whereas Hail Hydra is not Hail Hydra is some let's all submit to this other thing. And I, right. I, I know you're not fully saying they're the same thing, but like, and I, and I get that they're the thing people whisper to each other. So that is similar, but like, they're just a completely different ethos, I guess. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Not to get too in the weeds on it, but one thing I do have to point out about that scene that Jeff brought up about when she does use, you know, one world as almost like marching orders, they don't respond in unison like they always do. They all Mm -hmm. say it one at a time. So it's like showing like multiple people that they aren't one people at at this point in time.
0: Right. Yeah. And that's, that's the, that's the thing that like it has, it's turned from a movement uh, to get people, you know, to, to get people behind them and, and do the right thing. It's gone from that to, this
1: weird, like, I mean, she's becoming a terrorist cell mm. at that point. I mean, she has been. I mean, they've been a terrorist cell this whole time. It's just a matter of, like, at what point is she taking the turn to where she's no longer a sympathetic terrorist in a way?
2: Mm,
1: um, right. I, I, you know, we got to stop calling her that. But, like, uh, that's that. how I just, I just love the show. I, I think you're right, though. <laughs> I, think the, I think the sorry that we get there is very fitting of her relationship with Sam. Sure. Yeah. It fits the Brad relationship very- with
0: Sam and it shows her humanity. And it shows that, you know, she did get that connection with him, even though, like, I mean, when he shows up, she's like, you of all people bought into that bullshit. Right. Like, she's astonished that he's wearing the stars and stripes.
2: Yeah. I almost, like, laughed a little bit at her reaction because it was so, like, astonished. It was like, oh, man, she's really, like, just baffled that he made this choice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like she, she knew that she knew that he could fly, and that the sound of somebody flying. And like she saw, she spotted the silhouette. She's like, "Okay, he's here." Like she knew it was Sam Wilson. She probably thought Falcon. But then when she sees the costume, she's like, "What? Dude, we had an agreement." Yeah,
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
1: it felt like it. It betrayed everything she knew about Sam. Right. right. I want more from Carly. I really do. I hate that she died the way yep. she did because like in that moment, she says it in a previous episode and I, I mentioned it on a previous podcast that like, she's like killing, killing Sam Wilson would mean nothing. Killing Captain America. That that's the symbol we're trying to take down. Like, yeah, you know, that's, and the, then here's here is symbol. one in the same. Exactly. Here. And like, I, that shock and surprise, I wanted it to turn dark. You know what I mean? And it did. She fought him, but like, him being nonviolent and like refusing to fight her. She's like, fight me, fight me. Uh, I kind of wanted that to actually come (sighs) to a head where, where she actually makes maybe in the last moment, she either makes the decision not to kill him or to kill him. Like one of those decisions, I felt like I wanted that to be made. And instead we didn't get that, uh, because of the way Sam played it, which I think was smart and good. But then with, with her being taken out before she could actually make that decision, like, I don't know. It 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 it, it would have also been more justified of Sharon if if like if if Sam had been on the ground and Carly had said, you know, like I don't want to do this, but you're the symbol that I have to to kill. Yeah, you're not the man I want to kill, but you've decided to side side with our oppressors, and I'm going to kill you now. And then Sharon steps out of the shadows and saves him. That would have made it Mm -hmm. way more morally ambiguous, and would have made more sense. Like Muzzy was saying uh that Sam sure. didn't wouldn't have had a problem with it cuz she saved his life but it also would have made our our Captain America our new Captain America was saved by the power broker in his first outing which feels weird so yeah, yeah. right <laughs> it's so complicated trying to make these shows and like make them fit together cuz every time i think of something to fix a scene i break something else and i'm like i see why they have a hard time like making these scenes perfect <laughs> yeah yeah
0: i honestly i don't like that idea in that it would have made it would have made Carly go too fanatical. I think the way that they they took her, where she's, like, desperately saying, fight me, fight back, fight me, it's like she was looking for a reason.
1: Right. She was looking to justify her actions.
0: Right. She was looking for justification to want to kill Captain America, but because he was not fighting back, he said, I'm not going to fight you, and all he was doing was defending, like... She was trying to break through that shield, but she couldn't. And you could tell she was getting more and more desperate for a reason to want to kill him. Yeah. And she was losing the mental battle on that. And, I mean, you could see the struggle in her face when she had the gun pointed at him. There's so much nuance. It's a really good
1: point, actually, now that I really think about it. Like, just like I said earlier... One of the best ways to remove the power of the movement in the Flag Smashers was to stand up to the politicians and get them to stop the resettlement. Sure. The best way to remove Carly's power. I don't know that he could have beaten her purely physically, you know? I don't know that he had the ability to take down a super soldier. But what he did was, like, choose nonviolence, which made her have to struggle with the decision. You know what I mean? And like maybe he could have even gotten through to her in that moment. Um, Yeah. I do like that. That's the way he played it. It just, it just, it leaves me wondering what Carly would have done. Sharon stepping in leaves me really wondering what Carly would have done. And I, I I hate that, but I also,
0: I think that was the goal. Yeah, for sure. I think that was the goal is like Marvel, Marvel leaves us hanging on what Carly would have done. And we're like, we as the audience know, you know, what, what Sharon was protecting and we no longer trust Sharon. Yeah. But the hero still trusts Sharon and we, as the audience are just like, no, no,
1: uh, yeah, for sure. For Don't sure. do it. For sure. Yeah. That, uh, it's that, uh, what's it called in literary, in, in, <laughs> the literary term, not foreshadowing, but like, uh, when the audience knows something, the character doesn't. Irony. Dramatic irony. That's what it is. Mm. Um, so you get a little dramatic irony now. For the future of the MCU, Sharon's a bad guy. Or at least the power broker. And what does that mean? Who is this power broker? Who is she working with? Uh, I don't know. Seems like just a bad guy, right? Like she's forming her own thing? Oh, yeah, I don't know. For sure. I don't know. No. Like
0: I, I feel like a lot of people are saying that that's a, a bad turn for her character, or that doesn't fit with what we know about Sharon Carter, but like I feel like the 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 raft of the Medusa painting says everything like if you know the history of the the event like that says everything about the character um yeah and that that really shows you why she has gotten to the point that she has gotten to and uh brief history or uh, a brief thematic rundown on it is that in desperate times when when it seems like there's no hope, people will do literally anything to survive.
1: Yeah, sure. and which there's that's kind of what Sharon has done. A lot of the characters that are that are doing here, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. a, lot, a lot about Carly. Well, and a lot,
2: yeah, yeah. Just kind of speaking to our own reactions and our betrayal, and uh, or the betrayal of Sharon. There are quite a few comments uh, positing the theory that she might be a scroll, but my mm-hmm. favorite is from uh, Knife or Newt here. And they say if Sharon isn't a scroll, she is sullying the Carter name, and I'm not okay with that. Nah, <laughs> well, lovely. S- oh, god. I-, I just
1: want to point out that, like, in comics, she sullies the name pretty good, right? Mm, sure. So, yeah. So, like, <laughs> yeah. I-, I don't want—I don't want to say what, but uh, in case anybody wants to go read that. But yeah, she—she. She, this is this is pretty in fitting with her comics persona. Mm, mm-hmm. Well, I mean.
0: Uh, it wasn't her, though.
1: Oh, it wasn't her. In the, I mean, it was her. her mind it was, controlled, right? There was Something mind like control. There was, was mind brainwashing. Well, we can't forgive someone
2: for that. <laughs> <laughs> I right? uh, didn't learn anything from the series. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so plus, how good
0: how good was it to have Bucky with his arm out and all the kids hanging off of it at the barbecue, uh, and he's just awesome, sitting there again. talking. So and good. did you notice, did you notice when he was sitting there talking, it was like Sarah was the one that was right beside him. He's oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: She was eating up his every word, too. Oh, yeah. yeah, she was. She was all about it. <laughs> um, I, I did want to hit last two comments on Sharon here. Um, I'll couple them together. So Nathaniel Malinar in uh, the YouTube chat says, in credits made me think Sharon is working for the power broker. She still never admitted to being power broker. There is a small chance she is not power broker. And then lovely sad had a really good theory that I, I hadn't seen elsewhere that I liked. Uh, Sharon Carter having access to government tech, she will be the villain of armor wars. Oh yeah. I Ooh, like that.
1: Ooh, That's good. I like that a lot. And she'll mm-hmm. be I, at least like she'll be a player in, in armor wars. I would say it is true that she never confirms she's the power broker, but Carly does. I Carly feel like she, she did though. Yeah. And, and by killing Batrock, pretty is a pretty good confirmation that like she won't be blackmailed because he says, I'm gonna tell them who you really are, and he goes sure. she goes, I won't be blackmailed. That's an admittance in, in itself, I feel like.
0: Well, she Yeah, but Carly said, How much power does a power broker have you know without this? And she said, more than you. Yeah. Like, I feel like I feel like that was her flaunting her. Her power.
1: Yeah, I agree completely. That that that's where she admitted it, I think. Yeah. It was it's one of those like kind of show don't tell things, like everyone in that scene knows she's the power broker. I guess it's except for Batrock who walks in on it and says So I think it's supposed to be clear to us that she's the power broker because Carly responds in a way that makes it clear and then Batrock walks in and goes, Oh, so you're the power broker and she doesn't deny it. So like I think to say she's not the power broker or is is probably uh reaching at this point. I think that is supposed to be the big reveal that she's the power broker.
2: Yeah, I think that phone call the the feel that I got from it is that she was just immediately wheeling and dealing with the power that she just inherited and she is the power broker. That's what she she does. She's looking to broke this power now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, don't, okay. I, don't, I think I don't think you can use it as broker. Broke. The, broker this power, yeah. <laughs> yeah <think> broker. <laughs> I just like to. I like
0: to looking to broke this power. Uh, <laughs> I think that's what Sarah's looking to do,
2: right?
1: Anyway, something with handbrake. I don't know. Anyway, I couldn't think of a good joke either. That's why I just said something with handbrake. Yeah. Uh, All, All good. No, I've got
0: some. I've got some jokes. They're just not appropriate for this time of day.
2: Bucky used <laughs> his hand as a handbrake before he slid off that building and had his epic superhero landing.
0: Yeah, Ooh. yeah, he did. Good call. was Awesome. Yep. I yeah. love when he does that. I love when he's just like, eh, this arm is, uh, you know, it's vibranium. It'll, it can <laughs> take it. Drags it on the road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That thing has got to be just completely scratched up just to hell and back. There, There is no but paint job vibranium. on that thing anymore. It's vibranium. Well, if vibranium doesn't save the paint.
1: Well, I assume, like, <laughs> maybe they, like, build the paint into the vibranium. You know, like, maybe they, like, infuse it. Give it a good clear coat of vibranium I like spray. It. I like it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. clear coat of Vibranium spray. There you go. You
2: solved yep. it.
0: I got it. I got there, guys.
1: <laughs> Let's get the Vibranium
0: airbrush out. I wish it had a wolf on it. Right? <laughs> I uh, it had there a you wolf go. On
2: it. That'd be sweet. Instead yeah. of the
1: star, like a little wolf.
0: Yeah, yeah get him like an epic... Oh, oh, like, okay. See, I was thinking like an epic pauldron with like a wolf head coming off the side Ooh. of it.
1: That'd be super awesome. I don't know what a pauldron nice. is, but I believe you. Okay. I'll have to have to look into it. <laughs> give it a cursory goog. I will. I will give it a cursory goog. Okay, guys. Well that is about all for today. Uh we did want to mention something up top. I know we'll have a lot of listeners that have been following us for Falconware Soldier and even maybe even WandaVision. we're about to go on break. We will be continuing the podcast, doing uh doing all kinds of uh, we've got some commissioned episodes coming from our patrons. We've we're gonna have weekly news and feedback episodes. So every week we'll still be back here with the podcast. But if you haven't been enjoying this, uh, we did want to mention we have a new way you can support the podcast. We've we've mentioned in the past uh we had an Amazon affiliate link that you could go and spend money on Amazon. Uh well, they keep canceling it and we can't figure out why. So we reached out up to a bunch of other companies that actually might even have better um connection to our audience. And, uh, Jeff, you want to lay out like what our new affiliate situation is?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we have the site strandedpanda.com slash affiliates where you can go and see links to fifth Sun, which is a clothing company. They've got awesome. over 7,000, uh, Marvel graphic shirts.
1: tees. That's just Marvel, and right? And it's 7, right. 000, right. it's 7,000, just
0: Marvel. It's over 7,000 in their Marvel category of graphic tees Ooh. and hoodies and, uh, tank tops and, yeah. and whatnot. And as a um, big
1: dude, let me say, over like almost 800 of them are 5x and above or 5x and lower. So, like, if you're a big like guy, they go up to 5x. Yeah, they yeah. Go, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, they go up to 5x. So, like, as a big guy, that is important to me. And so, if you're a big guy out there, you can actually order from this website, which I love.
0: Yep, yep. And uh, another one that we have is it's a bit pricier, but if you've ever seen Hot Toys, we, uh, we actually got an affiliation with the only official distributor of hot toys in North America sideshow collectibles um if, so if you're into hyper realistic uh, high quality figures and statues they are the place to go and we have an affiliate link um yeah. we're also we have an affiliation with Lego now so you know if you're into like Lego Marvel stuff yeah, yeah. Uh, which may be coming on the channel in a bit maybe yeah we <laughs> maybe. Um, <Lane.
1: laughs> uh, yeah uh yeah cough, <laughs> cough, cough. lane cough lane. uh yeah and uh i think jeff's talking about maybe doing some like lego build videos with some marvel legos and be like hey while drunk uh like, yeah while drunk drunken uh drunken or at least hungover lego builds um yeah <laughs> the the that's actually a really fun idea i'll come drink with you and build legos <laughs> oh bad. my god yes we dude. need let's that. do it let's do it um so anyway, the point is uh, we, we're trying to figure out cool ways to monetize the podcast uh, because we've been working really hard to grow it and to uh, put a lot of work into it, uh, both in this audio versions that we've always done and the new video versions. So we're trying to monetize it in cool ways. And so basically uh, this will be a new thing that we'll be mentioning, like cool uh, T-shirts that we find when there's a new show. Like I'm sure that uh, Fifth Son has a bunch of Falcon and Winter Soldier shirts. Yes, um, they do. So if you're looking to like sport a good John Walker shirt, like I know you all want to do, um, <laughs> they've probably got a lot of that John Walker stuff. Um, no, I'm, I, there are a lot of John Walker shirts. There's like a whole thing going on on Twitter about like, why are there so many John Walker shirts? Um, <laughs> uh, but it's like they wanted to sell him that one week before he like completely, yeah, you know,
2: anyway. So you better be a Lamar Hoskins shirt in there too. I, I bet, I'm sure there
1: is. There's gotta be a, uh, what's his name? Star. Bright Star. Battle Star. Thank you. Um, looking
0: at it right now, they've got 156 Falcon and Winter Soldier products.
1: Wow. On Fifth wow. Sun. Uh, so go to strandedpanda.com. That's our website slash affiliates. And, uh, you can click on any of those links and go shopping for cool stuff. And we get an affiliate cut for that. So that's Ooh. our, it's just a new, a new thing we're going to be trying out to see if we can, uh, figure out a way to monetize this without uh reading too many things for penis enlargement pills Um, i think i
0: want one of these baron zemo shirts though
1: yeah i i think i want a baron zemo shirt too that's a (laughs) like we didn't talk about zemo we didn't talk about zemo at all we We didn't didn't really do much zemo's alfred as someone said in the live watch uh which I, I, i love it someone someone said also they thought it was the punisher we were doing the live watch. They, for a second, they thought the Punisher had blown them up. Oh, wow. That'd and uh, I was cool. like, man, Frank is looking rough these days. <laughs> yeah. time has, his time off of Netflix has not been kind. Time has not been kind to Frank. <laughs> oh, no. Hold on. My battery died. Oh, you're almost there. Almost there. I know. We can't ever make it to a whole podcast. Uh, Bring uh, up my other one. Dang. I really hate that because I, I like that camera so much. Well, switching to this big view, I guess. Sorry. So yeah, so if you, views,
0: if you want shirts views. or uh, high quality, high, um, hyper realistic figures or, you know, not very realistic, but dig on their Legos <laughs> <laughs> figures. Um, you know, check out strandedpanda.com/slash affiliates. All of those links are active and, uh, and able to give us a commission at this point.
1: Yeah. So super excited. You know. And we're going to be looking for other cool things. And if there's some internet website we should look into that you guys think is like a great geeky website that does cool Marvel stuff, let us know. Uh, and we will. And I don't know. I just think it's cool. Like it's like a thing that I like to talk about, like a cool shirt and be like, Hey, I look how cool this Baron Zemo shirt is. Everybody go get one. Like that's a thing we can do on the show and not feel like we're, you know, talking things that we don't, aren't passionate about. Um, yeah. So which we'll still do some of those types of things. So no offense to our anyone who's willing to support the show with advertising dollars, but like, I don't know. It just seemed like a cool
2: thing. So anyway, hey, we, we producers don't come cheap.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: Yeah. we got to pay for Jay Scotty's chair. <laughs>
1: Before we uh, wrap up, Jay Scotty, you want to tell them where they can find your animation deliberation
2: podcast? Yes, sir. Wherever you guys find your podcast, we should be on all the major uh, podcast platforms. We are at Animation Deliberation. We are covering Invincible right now, and we are super excited about the opportunity to partner with the Star Wars Universe podcast for Bad Batch, which will drop on May 4th. So... Uh, please join us there. Like, review, subscribe, or a brand new show. So all that stuff is, uh, super critical yeah. for us right now.
1: Actually, uh, if you will, uh, if any, if you guys will go and give a bunch of subscriptions this week to, uh, Jay Scotty's new podcast, Animation Deliberation, go to iTunes. If you've, even if you've got a device, you've used a different podcast app, go on whatever. If you have an old Apple device in your drawer, you can still give a five star review. So go give a five star review and we'll give away, uh, a, sh- a t-shirt uh, from our, cool. from our online store. So like uh, you can get an MCU cast shirt uh, that has me and Jeff on it, jumping forward, dressed as Drax and uh, a star Lord, or you can get uh, the stranded Panda shirt. Uh, and there's some other shirts on there too. And uh, you can have any of the shirts in the store. Uh, just go, we'll, we'll, pick somebody from the five star reviews uh, at random and give that. So go give animation deliberation a, some love, uh, some five star, right five star love. Do It, really helps so new shows grow. If I
0: That's do crazy. it and I win the shirt, do I actually get the shirt this time? No. Like I was gonna win what was it, Marvel's Avengers? I yeah. Think.
1: Yeah, we 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 you you gave a five star review and we did the thing and it you you ended up winning uh Marvel's Avengers, but of course we just re raffled it because <laughs>
0: i was so disappointed <laughs> i was laughing so hard though it was yeah, so funny it was like a hundred like,
1: something whatever and you hit the button and it was you landed on you like, <laughs> leading
0: up to it leading up to it it was i kept saying like what you know if i win i'm gonna win it's gonna be me and like not expecting at all for it to actually be me
1: and then it was you <laughs> and <laughs> and that, it was was pretty, that was pretty amazing all right guys well thank you so much for joining us uh, we will be back. We'll be doing the Monday night live podcast on Twitch and on YouTube. Um, five 5 PM or 6 PM, we're still kind of locking down those times to try to get it steady. Um, but, uh, we'll be there and we'll be doing feedback about Falcon winter soldier, uh, as well as we'll be running some, uh, commissioned episodes in the next few weeks, getting ready for Loki, man. Loki so soon.
0: Oh, yes it is. Ooh, June 11th. That is 1 week after my birthday and it feels like it's a present for me.
1: That's That's <laughs> freaking awesome. That's freaking awesome. Okay. Well, peace. Later. Until next time, true believers.